1: Yo, it's Friday.
2: It is Friday. It's the brew. Jay's got the rona.
3: It's been a nightmare this week, I'm not going to lie. I don't like not having Jay here. He
4: centres everything. He does, yeah. He does. He gets I've things just been sorted.
2: on the phones for about an hour. Yeah. Um, all right?
4: All right, not too bad. How are you doing, bro? All
2: right, thanks. It's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't seen any news or anything today. I've been well busy. Well, do you want some
4: news or do you just want
3: to talk nonsense? Because I know we like to talk nonsense on this show.
2: Let's start with the news and I'll see how I feel.
3: Uh, Luke Shaw's out for two or three weeks because he's having the metal in his leg taken out, because that, that was a problem.
4: Boy, I had, he was playing with mat- yeah, metal. Yeah, you know
3: when he had his leg down. break and all that kind of stuff. They had metal poles and all that kind of stuff to fix sounds it. Sounds
2: like the, the kind of thing that could have waited until summer.
3: Um, Well, they've said no. They've said the unit get it done, so he's out for two or three weeks. You know that Rafa Varun lad? Oh, yeah. He's injured again. Brilliant. He said still injured in the press conference, Ralph, which to me sounds like he's already been injured, but I'm sure he played the last time he played.
2: He's been injured. Yeah,
3: so he's been injured and he's still injured. Games he's been here, yeah, so he's injured. So Who bad. else is injured? Uh, Scott McTominay's out. So it's looking good. for. Th- but Ronaldo's back. So it's all good. And that's that. So
2: that's all of the news. We might play with the forward this
3: week. We might yeah. play with the striker, which would be you nice. You know
2: Everton are so bad and all, aren't they? Honestly. Uh, we're going to make <laughs> hard work of this. I guarantee yeah. it. Yeah. It's going to be hard work, this.
3: Really hard work. It's going
2: to be like a 1-0, is it? For fuck's sake. I- one one. Yeah, to someone. It could be to them.
3: It's frightening because, yeah, it's just like, they are really bad. They could, they, if if things work out relatively normal, which is United take points off Everton, not saying beat them because we can't be that confident. Take points off them. Burnley are playing Norwich. Burnley could get out of it. Releg- I think Burnley could. get out of
2: it. I think there was some serious mind games from Deitch the other day. Whether or not he actually said to the lads at half-time this lot don't know how to score a goal. Yeah. However, he just said that to the press, that's yeah. what he said. Because either could be true. I love it. Because Absolutely. that's, I mean, you've seen title race mind games. But like relegation race mind games, I mean, they're a bit different story, aren't they? But Burnley can do it. They can grind a result out. This yeah. Everton team. yeah it mean, speaks to me in 24 hours, but this Everton team can't grind a result It out. doesn't look like it.
3: And they've got some players you're just not, not happy with at all. They're not that kind of... Hope they've defense, never been used to it. Like,
2: yeah, I think Holgate, that's thing. Godfrey, Michael Keane. Two years ago, the lot of them had the world at their feet. And I don't know what it is at the moment. Like
4: Godfrey's the one that surprised me because I rated him quite a bit. But he's yeah. had
2: COVID in a bad way. Yeah. And it's affected him long term.
4: Yeah, that's mad. Because he's just not looked the same. I, ra- I rate him highly, but... That, that mistake the other day was bad. They just look awful. I think, it's like you said, there's just guys that are not used to it in that team. Like, Alan, like, even... I mean, Dakari obviously done it with Watford. Yeah, but
2: both of them lot were... Like, they were good yeah. recently. Yeah. Like, I was looking at their team and going, there's loads of them start. I mean, loads of them probably still start for us. But Alan probably still does start for us. But he's been shit. And nice. last
4: season had them playing all right as well, didn't it? like, up to a point. It's like when yeah, they were like, in the top four for a bit and they are like, this. they had hammers.
2: We started well, didn't they? Yeah. And then they fell off in a bit of a way. Um, it was a weird season. Ancelotti, I wonder if he's regretting leaving up. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> to get to a
3: Champions League semi final and managing Benzema, which is 80 not a 80 minute hat trick from how, how, Benzema. How he's good so does good. he look at the minute?
4: He is frightened. Untouchable. So Untouchably good. good.
3: And do you know what, I, I mean, I mentioned this on the live of the other day, but we're watching the game of the night and you're watching Benzema scoring the goals and you go in. we were meant to sign him when Ronaldo left. Like, that was the one. <sighs> that th- killed 2009. The fact, that honestly, was the one, killed 2009. Fact we didn't get him, man. And then you look, and at the other, yeah. you look at the other players, though, that are doing it there. Cruz, he was signed up, uh, apparently. Yeah. Modric as well was one of the ones that was like... I'm not sure we were ever choice. in for, not, for Modric. It would have made so much way. sense. Yeah, would have made sense. We should have been yeah. in for Modric.
2: Yeah. But yeah, three players that we could have got 10 years out of. Instead, you... we get like fucking Di Maria for a six months. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> Pogba probably for about over the course of the six years he's been here six months. Yeah. Jesus Christ. We Varane as well. Varane. That's six month part six of that months. fucker. And this is, I, I said this, at the, the start of the season. How fucking zoomed in is that by the way?
3: Very much zoomed in. Right on your face. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we've talked all the, all the time about how Ronaldo's upset things and all this kind of stuff this season. Varane's come in, I'm not saying, he's, has he upset things and also, He's not played. And when he's played, you can You're not telling me he's looked. He's looked good in, at times, but he's not looked. He's looked fine. Exceptional. I rate like I don't Varane, but I don't mattifying. get. I, mean, I don't get it fine from United yeah. fans.
4: I look honestly. I love Varane. Like he's so someone I. I've always rated, but I don't get the hype from our fans this season. It's like, yeah, every team news is like, yo, he's there, he's there. Like he's the guy. He's not had amazing games. He's not like come in and just yeah. sorted the defense out. Like we still had a lot of problems in this yeah. team. Very much so. Very so, much so, yeah, I, I honestly just don't get it with this United team right now, man. Someone's
2: going to sign Schlotterbeck and... Um, he's good. And Timber. He's really Probably good. for about 60, 70 million for the two of them. And they're going to be a Real and Vidic-ish partnership for 10 years.
3: You reckon? You reckon they I think
2: Schlotterbeck doesn't
4: want to leave Germany, but oh, if you can get him, he's good, man. He's so dominant on the ball. Here, so here's
2: like, what I know. Manchester United don't rate him.
4: That is wild. Which is not good. He's exactly the type of defender I'd buy for this so, team.
2: Supposedly, Manchester United don't rate him, but also, Ralph doesn't rate him. Which I've got that, all, not from Ralph, obviously, but pretty much horse's yeah, yeah. mouth. Um And I was like, have you seen That's us play? Like, <laughs> is there the case? Somebody, that they said something like they didn't, they didn't like his reports, and I'm like, who's writing reports on us right now? On us, because <laughs> have you read them? <laughs> yeah. United's,
3: United's scouting again. You look at the two... Since the Ten Hag stuff come out and they've gone, we're trying to make him sign Harry Kane, Declan Rice, and Jude Bellingham. And you kind of go, are um, they not um, trying
2: Phillips? anything different? Have we only got the E page. Yeah, do we only do there? England International. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, I just, I don't understand. There's never this bit of a quirky signing that United do. You go, oh, well, that could work. There's never someone from a different team. You go, mm,
4: that might, okay, we'll wait to see. It's like these, like, sign someone from Spartak Moscow. No, none of that. There is none of that. You should get Quincy Promise. <laughs> Try something different.
3: I'd be happy with that. So come here, I should probably be able to you, the country. You can do it like. when
2: it's five mil. Yeah. I want to say six mil. Okay. Oh, I don't know if it works. It works. If it doesn't, yeah. it gives a fuck.
3: But we don't,
4: but we don't try the 30 million pound gambles really. Obviously. If you look at that Liverpool team, the majority of that team is built on like 30, 40 million pound signings. Like Salah, Mayer, yeah, I
2: mentioned this a couple of times over the last few days. You look like Klopp was allowed to sign a new 11, but he didn't do it on £80 million centre-halves. He added the £80 million yeah. half at the end, and he was kind of a bit of a... Him and Allison were kind of a little bit of a last piece of the jigsaw, and then they just went off. But not a lot of people are going to want to admit this because there's just this whole fucking narrative shift. He came eighth twice. A bit like Arteta. Did he come eighth twice?
4: No, once. Twice? No, season.
3: he didn't twice. He Has came he?
2: twice the first season he came in. Oh,
4: he came in at the end. Oh. And then when you wouldn't, I
2: think they she won the FA Cup. Do you know right, what? Sometimes right. maybe there's a there's something to be said about just not tanking it and certainly not purposely tanking it, but there's something to be allowed to just be like, let this play out. There is.
3: There is the next step, though, that Klopp then went, right, we finished eight twice, they did get to a Champions League final, Europa League final and the Champions League final. Oh, right, that are they, time are as they well.
2: important now, are they?
3: Yeah. I, well, I think they are. Again, I I agree. But then he went, right, we've got to do this now. And then he spent the $80 million on them two play- the eighty million each got on the two players. Got, got, got Alisson, Van got Van Dijk, got Fabinho. I think he's probably the most un- underrated of everything. He spent he's $50 million Fabinho, on yeah. Fabinho. And he's, I think he's if best, if not one of the best in that position in the world. Yeah, without a doubt. So he, they did that. And I think, for me, Solskjaer did that this season. Went, right, we've got to do it now.
4: Nah, but last season's when we should have done it. And then when you look at the position we were in last season, and this is where you got to feel sorry, I think, for Oli, in a sense that if you'd just gone and bought a DM instead of Van der Beek, like, it's just basic yeah, stuff. Yeah. You go and buy a Donny, and then you're like, okay, how are we going to work this out? Another number eight. Yeah, it's, it's almost
2: like we had... Um, we'd, we'd been shopping without a shopping list almost. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We bought some shiny things. Ronaldo was opportunistic, certainly not planned. But actually, you no, know, he hasn't been the issue that a lot of people want to paint him mm. as. Because guess what, fuck faces, we haven't even had any other strikers. When Cavani's you... been like house hunting or riding yeah. horses or something. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he's been doing. <laughs> he's in Uruguay. Rashford's been a waste of a shirt. Yeah, yeah. Gr- Greenwood's like kind of under house arrest. Like Tony Marshall just completely fucking checked out in every sense of the word. Like if Ronaldo wasn't here, we literally might be fucking fighting Everton this weekend for a fucking relegation battle. But. Yeah. Also, and I think this is one thing that I'm happy to blame Ollie for. He did sign Maguire and he did sign Wambasaka, and he did have players that suited, Rashford as well, especially, did have players that suited being a counter attacking football team.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
2: And now whether the pressure was internal, external, or intrinsic in himself, we changed from being a predominantly counter-attacking side which was working for us, to be in a side that wanted to... I mean, literally, our our average defensive action moved like 15-yard further up the pitch. So we became a team that wanted to have the ball, wanted to defend 1v1 on the halfway line. And if we... Here's where I can blame him. If he knew he was going to make that transition, he should have never signed Harry Maguire. Yeah. You don't sign Harry Maguire and then go, let's see if he can run back 50-yard. Because the Spurs six one was the first game where you go, oh, this this ain't this ain't having it. Because we got fucking a blasky boot in that game. Could
3: you've done it though if he'd have switched two a three at the back? And was that maybe something he was planning? You look at the signs he made. He made Telez, who he's not a left back, is he? No. He plays left. He could have been left maybe. wing back. But you've also got Trippier that he missed out on. He wanted to sign this summer was thirty million time, pound at the time. I think did Newcastle pay twenty million still for him? And he had like a twelve million for him. So still pay a lot of money for someone. Was that kind of the plan that, do you know what, I'm going to move to three at the back here. I've got Varane, I've got Maguire, I can play Lindelof there. I just need the midfielder as well to do it. Maybe. For the time being, I'm going to stick with And that's why we were maybe looking at
2: more offensive midfielders. Maybe that's DMs. it. Maybe I've, I haven't heard that, but no. I don't think it's a ridiculous theory. No. There's all these we, did,
4: questions. we did well when he switched to that the season before. 1920 yeah. for some certain big games, games. with yeah. Luke Shaw playing
2: yeah. at left back. I mean, yeah. maybe that might have been the other option, yeah, yeah. PSG not left that back, sorry, left center
3: half But who knows? There is a couple of super chats, we'll get there, get to them. Akash, uh, thank you very much. Says, Hope the rumours of getting Timber are true, if nothing else, just so next season when Maguire falls on his behind, we can <laughs> shout Timber, save us, please. Um, and Daniel said, This run thing is getting a bit annoying, isn't it? It definitely is. Steve, what is your predicted 11 now that injuries are confirmed? I don't know, you don't know. It's, it's going to be Lindelof and Maguire, isn't it? There's, there's two. It's easy. It's going to be Telez and Delo. Telez and Delo, yeah. There's no McTominay. There's no. <sighs> so it's going M- to be Matic. My British 11's fucked. It's going <laughs> to be Matic. It's going to be Matic. It's going to be Fred because he's our best oh, player. Oh, fuck it. Throw Garnaccio in there. Let's fucking have him. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. Do you
2: know what? If Ralph's just gone fully like, yeah, we've appointed Ten Hag, they've told me to sling it or they've not told me to sling it or they've told me whatever the fuck it is, I'm playing that Argentinian kid. Fuck it. It'd be good to see. It'd be really good to see him throw a few. Because guarantee, every single kid that's made a debut for United, at least on their debut, has looked sensational. Yeah. yeah.
4: Even that, what's his name, the guy that played for like half a minute against Palace, was it Josh Harrop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the guy, fucking like, goal he scored. Like, like got go Messi like or something. <laughs> like guys turning defenders in, sticking it top bins. Do you, you think there might be something? with the Youth Cup final? Do you think
3: maybe there's something of, you're not touching these lads just yet? No, You've I, got I think... Ice out of the way.
2: I, I would go the opposite way. And I would say, give them Premier League yeah. experience Confidence. and have them bounce into that. Yeah. But do you,
3: I know that's what you, th- you would do, but do you think that that's why they're not still? Do you think there might be
4: someone in there going... You're not having these yet. We've got this to deal with. I think it's the situation United are in. I think if we were in a better situation, like settled into the top four, we'd have seen a couple. Like, Mesbury seemed to be like lurking and yeah. around the team for a long time, warming up. You see him off the bench and stuff, and then he just never actually plays.
2: Erdy he ain't got the best attitude.
4: Yeah, I've heard
3: things
2: as
4: well.
3: Likes a light out, the lad. Can't heard. be told
2: stuff in training and things.
3: This, I mean, these are just rumours and stuff, and you don't, but you don't know how much this is affecting him. You don't know whether this is what's yeah. keeping him out of the team or not, or it's just that he's not quite ready yet. And also, like you said, throwing someone like that in at the minute when we're a bit shit is, is a worrying thing <laughs> with to do. With our do. fans. <laughs> with our yeah. fans. Alanga was getting so much shit last week, and you're like, he was good two weeks ago, lads. Just, he's having, you've now put all the pressure yeah. on but him. But the thing uh, is, the United, United is fans
4: do this with everyone, like... Yeah they'll go through this, they've done it, they'll do it with Rashford, Alanga will, in a few years, it's all that, it's a structural issue man, like, I said it the other day on the show, like how many players do you look at this team and you go, I rate this guy, I rate this guy, everyone just goes around calling everyone crap in the team and it's like, the structure's just not there man and it's hurting a lot of these players, yeah a lot of them are not asked. to be fair, but I bro, think if United wanted to in. make
2: a bigger deal out of the Youth Cup final, and commercially you know that they do. Oh yeah. You know they're trying to make a big deal out it's of
4: it. It's the first I, one, isn't it? For, yeah, since for like ages, 2011?
2: I think that if I put a commercial like, fucking leech head on, I reckon they'd say, debut Ghana, debut a couple of the lads at McNeil or something, yeah. debut some of the lads that are going to play in it, and we can make a big deal out of the Youth Cup then. I actually think they'd go the opposite way, not protect them, but let in. the let the fans see them, so then we can pack out Old Trafford for yeah. the final. We've had another super chat. Do uh, it, shitbags.
3: <laughs> Andre said we were we were a counter-attacking side. However, in press conferences, Olly was telling us we were playing attacking football, the United way. Counter-attacking is a is a part yeah, of. It wasn't exactly way. like
4: we didn't dominate some games, or like I feel in nineteen twenty, like just before, obviously we ended up second last season. But when I'm looking that that season. There was a mixture of performances from United. There were actually some good performances yeah. that were, we were on the front foot. Like we still battered a couple of, you know, the Norwiches and stuff down the league. But overall, it looked like Ollie was building something. Like even Maguire's yeah. first season. Like you look at the guys that fell off, Wambasaka. You know Ollie
2: got abused for just being all vibes. I could fucking kill for some vibes right now. Yeah. Here's Sometimes thing, all you need is vibes. Don't, like to don't just, revise yeah. it though. <laughs> yeah, he he yeah. did have to go when he went Yeah, yeah. He because had go, it had it, go, it, yeah. it fell. I don't know if he backed himself. I don't know if the players believed in him. It got weird, and it, it it was time when he went. But fuck me, like I think the longer it goes on, the shitty United are, the higher his stock is rising. Yeah. He's moving up from like sixth and seventh choice in like you know as managerial jobs come up, people are like actually. He's not that bad. Well, if, Everton, the state, it
3: if Everton stay up, he's going to be up there because Lampard's going to go shortly. Even I don't if know who Lampard the fuck's keeps him... Lampard's
2: PR, honestly,
4: I, he's c- c- I can't believe he took the Everton job. He's such an idiot. Same as Donny going there as well. <laughs> I don't know who made him make that move. Like the only
3: thing, it might have been him going, "Do I move to London for six months? Yeah, or I'll do stay I stay in months? the
4: same house and go?
3: Don't have to do anything, and just drive <laughs> down there because that might have been the decision.
2: Lampard interview for the Norwich job.
3: I thought Lampard turned mm-hmm. it down.
2: Interviewed for him because it right?
3: was him and Dean Smith in it, and then I mean, Dean Smith got it. The Norwich job's a, a tough one, is it? I had some juicy down?
2: goss I was gonna spill, but I forgot it. Oh, that's good. To...
3: Was <laughs> it about Norwich? <laughs>
2: no, who was it about? Oh, no, it was Le- uh, Levi Colwill. So I did a video today on um five mm-hmm. um called a Secret Scout, and me and Anton Ferdinand have, have spoke about um uh Gay, um Mengi, and uh Colville. Colville's unreal, you know, He's smashing it at Huddersfield. A range of passing that defender shouldn't have, it's fucking frightening. Um, word on the street is, there's several Premier League clubs have offered fat cash for him. I'm talking like the sort of cash where, where you go, fucking really? Do you like the sort of cash that we did for, for wan Saka? and everyone goes... Like Bellingham kind of cash. Maybe not that sort of cash. Although I haven't got the exact figure, I just got told fat cash.
3: <sighs> this is the thing that you've, I think people again, Bellingham's kind of created this is if someone, young lads, doing it well in the championship, it's so transferable to yeah. the anyway, big leagues. It's because a fucking hardcore league. It's reason. a hard league. Which is league, why yeah. I think people are a bit excited about Garner and everything coming back next year because he has been doing so well recently. I think everyone's going, do you know what? If you bring him in, you bring even the one midfield sign in you've got a decent chance maybe next year and stuff like that. So, oh, Garner's a, Ghana's there's a not new even, midfield.
4: You know what? Garner's not even really a defensive midfielder if you watch no. him this season. This season yeah.
2: he's played like a 10. Yeah.
4: There's games where you see him drop deep, but another. the amount of times I watch him this season, what? he's just running no, beyond. <laughs> yeah, it's just like another player that just plays higher up the pitch that can do something from deep but isn't a deep midfielder. Like, it's a problem.
3: Hopefully you get someone coaching in there that can, can sort that out. There's a few more Super Chats and one has answered the other for years. Have we connected Ten Haag to 1991 yet? And Abdullah's gone. He's Dutch. He was in Ten Rotterdam. Ten Haag scored his first goal in the 1991 90, season. He also won Dutch second division that season and taken that as a sign.
2: There you go. He probably visited Rotterdam that year. There you go. Uh, we can. I can connect Rennie to it.
3: Easy. I think
2: Rennie said he went to it. Let's talk about Ten Hag for a bit then. It's looking
3: very, very positive that that's going to be the case. Oh, really?
2: not broke today, did it? Broke today, yeah. I think we've done about 48 videos on him. A few more. <laughs> Fucking better <bad>, do. <dude. laughs>
3: and then... <laughs> but the Rene stuff's interesting as well. What do you make of this? Bringing in a... People are going back and going, oh, another one, another old ex-coach and all this. Fuck those people. On one. It's a good one though, Fuck
2: them, right? Here's the thing. People go, oh, we, this never... Like, you've got to bring others in. Like, what happened when we brought Fergie in? Fergie brought... Brian Kidd and Nobby Styles in, right? Nobby Styles was heavily involved in the academy and the class of 92 boys. Not as the head coach, but he was one of the coaches. Uh, And Brian Kidd, he literally made him his assistant. What was Brian Kidd's qualifications, you asked? Uh, He won a European Cup for United in 1968. That was his qualifications. That's it. So there's always a benefit to having that connection. Not only that... Right. People look at what Renee's doing now, right? He's assistant manager of Australia. Where's that ranking in terms of world football? Who the fuck knows, right? And he wasn't great as um as the as the the head coach at Fulham. But I'll tell you this: Rennie Mullenstein is one of the finest technical coaches, and he fully understands exactly what Manchester United should play like yep. when they're on form. We was a shinned fucking shot into the stands and an offside goal away from seven titles consecutively during Rennie's time. It's not bad. He came in 2007. And that's literally start of the fucking, that last period of dominance that we had. Didn't
4: he come from like Qatar or something as well? He'd had some mad, mad jobs. jobs. He's been at
2: Mulder. I think he'd been at Mulder at least oh. anyway.
4: He Somewhere along some those lines.
2: Lives. Yeah, but he, it didn't work out for him. I th- he might have gone with Oli or yeah. something like that. Um, and he came back to United as, um, I think he was part of the junior system at first. Yeah, he was, yeah. Then he became like first team sort of technical and then he became like de facto assistant manager. Um, you listen to some of the 1v1 stuff that the players did with him. Now I knew, because I'd seen a video, he's, he's part of that Koever sort of coaching method, which is Will Koever, a uh, Dutch coach. A lot of touches on the ball, a lot of real technical stuff. And I'd saw a lot of the stuff that he did with Paul Scholes, some drills where they would have Paul Scholes in the centre circle. And he'd have Valencia and Nani just fucking bombing down each wing and they would have skulls with his back to them um, and they would call out like a, a colour and he would have to like beat a mannequin and a fucking ping one, um, like in two touches. Yep. And obviously he's doing it with backspin. He'd land it on their hand if he wanted. Um, and they would do drills like that. And he said that was one of the, the ones that they did with skulls, just constantly fucking sending balls into that final third for them. What I didn't know he did was 1v1s with Rio on defensive positioning. Now, obviously, and very famously, he divided the box up into all these different triangles and told uh, Ronaldo or shown Ronaldo all the different types of shot. He, he, you know, he pulled Ronaldo aside and was like, listen, we all want to score top top bins goals where you're probably missing 15, 10, 15 goals a season if you just fucking score tappings. Why don't we score some tappings? the very next season he scores 23 the season after he scores 42 right you don't want this man at the club you're a fucking idiot you're an absolute fucking idiot like Ten Hag's obviously I don't know what relationship he's got prior with Renny Mullenstein another
0: day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast, lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centres or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
2: But he will be able to relate to a lot of things. Being a, you know, a fellow countryman that came from a relatively modest playing career uh, in Holland, He'll be able to relate to a lot of things with Ten Hag. You're going to want someone that can be able to navigate the enormity of Manchester United. And someone to be like, hey, mate, is this fucking normal? Yeah, yeah. And they go, yeah, this is pretty normal. Yeah. And here's some other things that you're going to have we to do. We won
3: 1-0 and everyone's left a shit. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's normal.
2: That yeah, happens. and he's going to want someone with that sort of background in the club. Renny Mullenstein's not here as a fucking token figure. No. If he's here, and it's my understanding that he might have... Have someone from the club be in touch with him about this. Right. They, um, if he if he joins Ten Hag as part of his staff, you're getting someone that knows the standard, knows the club, will probably have a, a real good handle on the capabilities of Eric Ten Hag, and someone you know you you want to talk about the technical coaching that's maybe lacked in the last few years. He's got it. This this is what this guy does. His track record is fucking phenomenal. And his book's sensational, by the way, as well. I hope he gets the second one out before he takes his job.
3: We've got a super chat here that leads us perfectly on to the next bit. Maguire and Shaw sacked, brought to you by Manscaped. Unlike United, don't get caught out because you don't take care of your backslide. Sorry, backline. And on that note, here's a word from our sponsors.
1: Right, then we interrupt the show to say thank you to today's sponsor, Manscaped. And the question is, have you started your spring cleaning yet? The carpets need cleaning, the drapes need dusting, and the lawn, of course, needs mowing. It's simple as that. Spring has sprung, and the global leaders in below-the-waist male grooming have the best tool for your cleanup on aisle five. Yes, that's what it says. It's time to clear out your winter bush and join the four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com to get 20% off and free shipping using the code HOUSEN. That's 20% off and free shipping using the code HOUSEN. Grooming is more than just reducing the amount of hair on your body. It's bringing confidence, it's bringing a stature to your game, yeah? You go into a room and you know you've probably got the best balls, gooch and arsehole in that room. The Performance Package 4.0 is the only thing you need to keep your boys fresher, smoother and cleaner than the tulips on the spring walks you'll be taking with your loved ones. To start off your spring cleaning, Manscaped have brought you the Lawn Mower 4.0 and this is the most precise technology to trim your hair edges, right? Not the one, not the two, not the three, the 4.0. This is the latest and greatest technology from Manscaped. It's got an LED light. It's also got a little lock on it. So when you put it in your travel bag, it doesn't turn on when you put it in your overhead luggage and it sounds like you've got something weird in your luggage. No, no. You lock it, you put it in your bag, and you go on all day. It's the best way to trim your balls. Finish off the grooming routine with the Plow 2.0, the perfect razor for the finest shave on your face, because if you're using the Lawn 4.0 on your balls and your face, you're doing it wrong. You need the Plow 2.0. And the start of spring also marks the start of Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in April. And Manscaped has partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. So smell oh so fresh and check yourself before you wreck yourself with Manscaped. Again, get 20% off and free shipping using the code Housen at Manscaped.com. That is 20% off and free shipping using the code Housen at Manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and all. Upgrade your life on with the show.
2: And then he said, That's illegal in Thailand.
1: Wow. You've
3: been, you've been holding that one for the entire time, aren't <laughs> you? We've got a couple more super chat. What happened? First on to Steve. What happened to the podcast with He Who Shall Not Be Named?
2: It's in the pipeline. In the pipeline. And he is well aware of everything.
3: everything. <laughs> Should be amazing. It is it's genuinely going to be amazing, isn't it? I re- I hope it's good. I hope in terms of it calls you out on it a bit and I hope you go back and forth a bit because it, it'd be good and it's, it's something that doesn't... I don't think it's happened much in all of this in terms of anything online has been someone this, going... This has never happened. I don't, I don't agree with that. I stand by everything I said. The closest bit to it was Gary Neville calling out the Arsenal lot. And actually this Evan will be well Chatton. better. We're more, a lot better. This yeah. will be well better. I think so. I agree. Other one, Daniel Kirk's put in,
2: thoughts on Tedron and Timber centre-back partnership. Very, very, very raw. Like, I'm a big yeah. fan of Tedden, obviously. Anyone who's watched 14 seconds I me mean, understands that. It's fucking Clayton. Yeah. Every team needs someone from Clayton in a team. But he's still raw. Yeah. Like, I reckon another season... Polish up his mislife. Mm. You look at the performances Colwell's put in, for example, this is United in for Colwell, right? Yeah. Or Bale, for those that have been trying to fucking get onto my sneaky little winks and stuff. United in for Colwell, I fucking wish we were because I would be fucking climbing the walls right now. The kid's unreal. Um, but if you look at the performances, like the. Uh, Tedden's had good performances. Yeah. Colwell's had dominating Performances where you go fucking hell. Like, Tedden's had moments, but he's not had... I think he's a year younger than him anyway, or I think he's a year younger than him. He might not, not, not be, actually. But he's not quite hit that level that Colwell's I hit. I think the shit. other thing,
3: I mean, I, I remember watching him in that... I remember we had United Leeds in the Youth Cup, I think, a couple of years ago. I remember watching him in that game. And he was just another level to everyone physically as well. Whereas I think he plays in these games, he plays the first team. Yeah, and you go, it. I'm not anymore. And it's not that he's not strong enough or anything like that. But you're not the strongest guy on the pitch it's anymore. A big step you're not like a, you're not like Van Dijk is now. That's it. Like, he's the, a he's up, the big man. Van Dijk you know? wasn't that at no, nineteen. exactly. Now.
2: So he's you, got he's got a frame to grow into. The best attribute he's got is his mentality. Yeah, because he's he's a f- like people are gonna want to you know oh, which fucking United player does it. Vidic you know, just, just put his head in stupid places. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking. Demand to get onto stuff. Yeah. I, a violent first and yeah. ask questions later. Like that's the template that I see from him. Um, he can play. He can yeah. pick a pass. His speed is. Uh, you know, his speed is probably enough to make you go. If Maguire ever can't fucking play, because like, you know, we don't want to bag on Maguire, but there are attributes to his game which has you know, got him the England caps and this that and the other, and for us to pay eighty million for him at one point, whether or not we was we had our pants down or not I mean we definitely did but there's still reasons that he's going to play ahead of the likes of Ted and Menge if if Maguire's out though you'll see a different United if Ted played because yeah. of the speed some of those um, recovery runs that he was doing at Lee Sports Village in the 23's and in the 18's yeah
4: yeah I've seen some of those where he's just like they just defy well, physics. Very, very quick
2: forwards. Defy physics. Not only does he catch them, he's past them yeah. and then goes to the ground and you're like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you, I think Rio talked about this where
3: he kind of went that, do you know what, I used to like let someone I head start and do it. Give me a yard, yeah. Give me a yard and then do it. But... <laughs> You've got to adapt to that soon and go, you can't do that every time you play, especially if you play no, you're in the league in Champions you're gonna come League. You're
2: going to come against like a fucking Mbappe or something like that, and you're going like, to give him a yard. Oh my God, where's he going? Yeah.
3: <laughs> and and you're going to maybe just go, do you know what? I'll just ease into him and then not quite dig in. And then next minute, you've got someone that's stronger and just edges your back, and you you play in someone like Antonio who just goes, elbows yeah, you, and that's you. Picks done. you up and puts you on the other side yeah. of him. You're
2: like, and oh. You've
3: got to get used to that. And then, oh, speaking of other centre halves, uh, Chris Lees asked, what's happening with
2: Axel Twan's Because he, again, Hardly playing, is he? And Failed to launch his career, just injuries. Like, people go, oh, you fucking hype up every youth player? Yeah, I do, because Axel they show so a lot good, of fucking man. promise. Yeah. Axel Axel's one of the most relaxed. naturally gifted defenders I've ever seen. Pace for days, positioning, and um, reading of the game on another level. But, Maybe a bit of a weakness in the air. Didn't have the greatest dominating yeah, sort yeah. of heading.
4: Well, I think he was just... He felt that presence sometimes with yeah. him. When you look at that game
2: against him back... Oh, he went to Villa as well, just did deadlifts for days. Just got massive. <laughs> yeah, he looks huge. But, <laughs> but injuries. Just, yeah. uh, Ethan Laird's on the uh, uh, a precipice now where his career could go either way. Has he been injured at Bournemouth? Because yeah. I've seen
3: a few things go in. Because I've seen people going. he's hardly played and he's not playing and Scott Parker says he's not ready. But then I've seen... He's not even in the
2: squad, so I'm guessing he's in... Is he actually Weird injured? move, then, if that's the case, because so he was flying. flying. ones, yeah. In, yeah. He was flying. Um, you know, he had a f- sensational loan move back in the last season, proved a lot of... Um, <laughs> I know, I'll fuck it, I'll share it, because it's funny. Like, he got took off, didn't he? Everyone's like, uh, for MK Dons, everyone's like, fucking injured again. He was going to shit himself. So <laughs> 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 he has to come off. his. like, I'm not injured. I was going to shit my pants. <laughs> Brilliant. Amazing.
3: Speaking, um, the loans, though, yeah. is like... Because we're all excited. You've got possibly Ten Hard coming in. You've possibly got who he's going to bring in. People have mentioning the names and stuff. My feeling is that he's going to sign one big name and get given a loan or something like that. He's not going to get three big names in that everyone's kind of doing I don't now. think we
4: should be signing big no. names anyways. But honestly. do you think
3: how important the loans are going to be next season coming back? Because you've got the likes of but Garner Lovett, comes Gary, back, Galbraith. Levitt, Laird, even the more... Bigger class ones, you've got Donny van der Beek coming back. You need him to play, because these, the, these are new signings. These are new signings then. Well, the, the issue
4: in. is when you look at a lot of these players and their profiles is you have to sign someone that goes alongside all of these guys. When we look at what Jimmy Garner's doing and, and I've kept a close eye to him and like the last goal he scored, he's just like the striker picks it up, goes like straight into the area. And he's scored a couple like that this season as well. Yeah. But also, very, very, very good from uh, the corner, from the set yeah, piece. Yeah. Like, every every game, we look at, like, four or five chances created just off a great set piece, whether it's into the near post, the back post. Is this why variety. we've been
2: linked with someone like Phillips, then, who can play on his own in a pivot? Yeah, because Phillips, so.
4: Garner, and, like, a Bruno, in terms of balance, makes sense if Garner plays but that, even
2: Phillips, Fred, and Bruno is better yeah, than Fred, what we're currently no, playing. Fred, of course. Yeah. Fred, if you're going to press and you say, you're not allowed in this half, and he's like, right.
4: Fred as a high is <laughs> is great. Like, he does his job. That's always been his role. Like, yeah. and I think Ralph... To be fair, if Ralph has done a couple of things right, it's one of them is playing Fred in his, his rightful role.
3: Yeah. Uh, Jordan's at, Jordan Clark's player. Timber, Phillips, Anthony will be happy. That's the kind of summer I think that we That's need to be summer, expecting. That's a good I'd rather be happy with that. But to be honest, I do think we're, g- we're going to get one of the big names. I think
2: Ronaldo's going to stay, you know. Yeah, I think so. I reckon he's Where else do he yeah. go? I, I would genuinely love it if he um, if he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking around. I'm just going to play Premier League, though.
3: I'm not playing that conference league stuff. Yeah. No chance.
2: Or, or even if we end up in Europa League, shout I'm me in not, the final. Not playing it. <laughs> shout yeah, me in the final. He will, he I'll will, be, he will do. In I'll final. play the final. <laughs> I'll play there. <laughs> yeah, register me. I'm not fucking playing. That. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, he could get away with it because like I'm yeah. 39, so let's just fucking you know take it easy, you know, and I'll play whatever. I rather than sign Anthony, I'd still sign a forward. I but and people aren't going to be happy with yeah. this. And again, it's not what I want. It's what I think will happen a Calvert-Lewin, Calvert-Lewin especially Lillian, if they go I down know, or yeah, yeah. a
4: Tammy Abram I personally I love I love Tammy Abram I've always rated him and I think
2: six I 6-5 at all
4: really. I think he was yeah he's huge you know I
3: still think though
4: but with I don't all the think stuff we can get him out,
3: I think we want one of those three ones mentioned before I think they want a Kane, Rice or Bellingham they get yeah. I think they want one of them three in terms of fitting I don't think you
2: get any of them three yeah. I think they're all smokescreen players because they're all about 100 million but I still think they want that. I still think
3: to kick off this new manager, even though it's the best thing to do, be signed five players that he wants.
4: What they want to do is we're gonna give you this new. Thing. I can't see West Ham budging on Declan Rice, and no. you sign Kane, and do you know what it is? I always, I always say with Kane, Kane like, does he's always what Ronaldo does He's
2: in Bruno's yeah. place. Yeah, exactly.
4: Like unless like in a way where him and Ali did that thing where he'd drop off, Ali would like go into the area. Who's so
2: doing that, with Bruno? Like uh, Bruno's
4: not a bad second striker, but I think it's just unbalanced as a eleven yeah. like that. It just I can't see it working now. Who's the other one? Bellingham.
3: Bellingham. Too it's, soon. Too soon, but I think they're they're the list, and I think that you want to won one them honest. eventually. Don't say that. I don't think Liverpool will do that. I think Jude
4: Bellingham eventually goes Liverpool. Too much cash, I don't think. Not now, but I think he'll push for a Liverpool move. It just, I, makes
3: just I don't think Liverpool do it.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
2: I don't think Liverpool... I don't. Where does he go? He's, he's, he's going, going down to go a year ago League. when he was all like, we're going to sign Mbappé. No, you're not. They're not going to At do that. At all. They're doing what they've
3: done, which is probably a better decision. Which have signed Douglas Luiz and they've signed, is it Carvalho from yeah.
4: Fulham? Two fucking Instead of getting, sensational getting, You've got them to spend
2: what, 50 million quid on them two together? I think they're going to give Salah the bullet. I think mean, they'll be like, yeah, we are not to getting to. a fucking pay rise. We're going to play him. <sighs>
3: they're doing it right, to be it's, fair.
2: Yeah. As uh, much as it pains me to say. it?
3: Don't, let's not. Let's not talk about that nonsense today. As much as we're getting excited about... New fucking Madrid. United
2: and Blackburn's is a bigger rivalry as that. One fucking Premier League in 30 years.
4: Yeah, it's the same kind How many times did they thing? finish
2: first and second?
3: Twice. City are going to win what? Last I mean,
4: because
2: f- we City. finished
3: twice as much as Liverpool have in that City are going to win four in five, and they're going to win one. That's it. That's same as same as Blackburn United. Ars- the, to overlook the Arsenal-United thing... And even United-Chelsea. It was nearly a
2: decade. I think it was eight titles. They won three. We won five or something like that. And it was only us that won it. And it was like first, second, first, second, first, second, first, third or something like that, right? Whereas they've had, I think City have won it and Liverpool have been like 20 points off. Did Liverpool win it and City were miles off when they won it? Yeah, when they won it, it was City were miles away. Then they've like, Liverpool have come fourth, yeah. I think. And we've come fucking second. What a fucking rivalry this is, honestly. No. Here's the thing, right? Are they both probably the two of the best teams in the world right now? Yeah,
3: but well, so are United. Yeah, so we're Arsenal. Arsenal United.
2: got to well, 2006. Arsenal get to Champions League final. Yep. Um, you know, yeah. It's a 2008, United and Chelsea get to a Champions League final. Arguably, Ars- United, Arsenal agree. Chelsea was a bigger. I'm beat Arsenal, Arsenal in, uh, Arsenal in semi-final. Uh, yeah, semi-final the semi-final. Yeah, in the semi-final. Arsenal and always that going. That article far, was like, yo, know, you know, it was never a rivalry in the Champions League. Well, apart from the. No, the fact we'd
3: but that's literally beca- beat them in the but, same but the final. reason it wasn't was that the other European teams were better. But Bar- Barcelona in that time were better. Madrid yeah, Barcelona that time were not were a Europa League team man. Bar- Real Madrid have dominated now. But these last few years have been poor compared to what they were
2: that time. And when they were there,
3: the where, like, Juventus bad. as well. Yeah, no?
2: Juventus and yeah. Um, AC Milan at the time you know, in, yeah. in the mid two thousands were fucking unreal. Yeah. So when we
4: faced them too many times, yeah, man.
2: Way too many times. They were good. Uh, is saying
3: as much as we are getting excited about a new manager but in terms of the structure upstairs how does it need to change there's been the news this week as well that not only is potentially Ten Hag the signing I think this is probably the one that most of us have been more some of us have been more excited about is that Mitchell is potentially they're looking at the
2: de- is deputy that the director deputy? of football
4: isn't that just like saying they don't want to give someone full control so deputy but I think I, they've already given a
2: title to John Murta and now it's kind of like pe- just, there's some words enough. in there just Pick free and, and crack yeah. on. Do you have to
3: give a bit of benefit? If if say if that happens as well, you've got Ralph on this consultancy thing, and whether it's six days a month or whatever it is, having him there is better than him not being there in some way, shape, or form. Do you have to give a little bit of credit not to Woodbury because he's the one that's gone, but Arnold's come in and gone right. We do need to get a new manager in. We're going to get best of class we can. And the new even, guy, Ten Hag. Ten Hag's and the Poch, biggest available even name. Was the second? We'll get, fully we're second finally
4: best. getting like the new modern manager in a weird way, like we always get Van. Hal, yeah, this Barino is the, where whatever, Klopp like, the was. Yeah.
3: when he yeah,
4: came it, to Liverpool. Exactly.
3: But then to get a proper director of football that that understands how to sign players in the way Mitchell did, because I think you bring Mitchell unreal on record. 10, 10,
2: 10, and, I might not buy any more pants because the
3: way that he signed Pitt players at South, the players he signed at Southampton was it like, like Marnie Van Dyke? I'm
2: Tadic, not sure if he did, but yeah, like Alderweireld and all of them. Lot were and under him. He, he did the, the same thing at where Tottenham.
4: they? They finished, like, not finished, sorry, but they were, like, the part of the season where they were, like, in the top four. I think it's when we had Moyes. That was, yeah. like, when he started, wasn't it? Yeah. But then when he went to Spurs... Well, this is the whole thing about Poch. MK Don's... Cooper finished
2: higher with that Spur, uh, Southampton team.
4: Did he? <laughs> Google it. <laughs> yeah, but... was it he's not a fucking Was it another year after? Poch was... Poch, though. Poch, 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 Poch with Southampton was good, man. That was a good team. Like they just played good football. They did play good football. They did good play. And Spurs, to be fair. Fuck you and Footpots. Them, <laughs> them two years at <laughs> Spurs, like the first two years, was it the first or was the second or third season? I yeah, think and Carlin, you know when they
2: didn't sign anyone? It was when Mitchell left. Yeah, that yeah. was it. And I think Carlin... I think that had more to do with it than like he didn't want to sign anyone. I think Carlin
3: summed up here. He said, we were five years too late on Potch if we were going to do it. yeah. Yeah, probably. And if he we were going to do I this, loved him, it would have been it's, yeah. either, instead of Mourinho, But do you or, know what? It yeah, doesn't matter. Much. Because Didn't until happen.
2: you get the structure in place and the authority in place, and I can keep saying, it's a clean slate with Richard Arnold for me. Ed Woodward had his chance and, and he basically bollocksed it up for 10 years. Yeah. Lurching from one manager to another. If, if it doesn't work out with Ten Hag, but our next appointment is a Nagelsmann or a Tuchel, it's in the same vein. Yep. Yeah. We will be more successful than because we've had we've had some incredible managers, right? Let's say it right, Louis Van Gaal was a fucking serious manager. Serious. Yeah. What's well, the time manager. you get Van Hal? L- Jose Mourinho was still a serious, you know, champions yeah. level manager. And they both failed it And they failed largely down to the structure and the support that they've had. Mm-hmm. You put the structure in place, a fucking Muppet can be successful. But a good manager can be really successful, the, long-term successful. The talk about...
3: Because the big thing is, that, you know, they keep bringing up this United squad is the most expensive squad and all this kind of stuff. The reason it's the most expensive is that it's still got some of Fergie's players that he spent <laughs> big money on. It's then got two of... It's still got yeah, Moyes' big signing. <laughs> it's then got some of Louis van Hal's big signings in. It's got Mourinho's ones. All that were trying to take apart the manager before. Same with Ollie You know, Oli been big on Maguire and Varane. He's not got rid of the two centre-halves that Mourinho bought that he didn't like. So that's why we've got such a
4: big... And we just keep giving them new contracts. That's why they're here for like 10 years. And that's the
2: other thing, is that we give contracts out with no merit to them. There should be so many people who are like, you're no longer... Why are we
4: even having contract talks? Like, I think you said it the other day, and it like Luke Shaw, like Marcus Rashford now, like there's just players that... I get you're going to be worried, like oh, this guy you're because going to lose this guy, in the way you lost Pogba, if we, but it if doesn't we put work um, like
2: that. a five-year contract on Luke Shaw and on Marcus Rashford, those contracts will be worth 70, 80 million, somewhere in that sort of region yeah. over that sort of time. We get to put that into some accounting software somewhere, Um because of the way our debt, yeah, because of the way our debt is structured, um, and I found out this doing my own accounts, like you can. Um, you can have equipment, I don't know if this is the correct terminology for this, but you can have equipment and assets and stock, and you don't have to put them in to your accounting immediately. You can put percentages in. So as an example, we've put 50% of our equipment into our accounts this year, and 50% will go in next year. So it was all bought last year, though. Yeah, but you can do this because it allows you to sort of manipulate what your profits are over two years. So the reason that the board are doing this with contracts is because there is a value associated with that contract. Now, from a football point of view, Mata, Matic, all these fucking people are blitzing our wage bill. But from the... And this is the problem, is that the club has been run on a financial spreadsheet sort of fucking manner. They go, well, look at the value of this. And then they can borrow against that or they can get preferential rates against that. What I think Richard Arnold seems to have done is he's consulted the ex-players. You know, He's asked the right questions. It will remain to be seen whether he acts on them, but all intents and purposes, I think he was fairly um, on board with the appointment of Ralph Radnick. I think him and Woodward were kind of sharing a job a little bit after Ed resigned following the Super League thing. Um, I think, you know, the appointment of Murter and Fletcher was something that he had a hand in, if not, you know, a, a rubber stamping of. Um, you know, he's been at the club a long time. But if all he does is rubber stamp football people's decisions, he will be a good CEO. Martin Edwards was a bit tight, but all he did was rubber stamp football people's decisions and made them justify them. And he was a great chairman in the grand scheme of things. And if all Richard Arnold does is that, he will be a success. And if he's a success, it's because the football team has been a success. And there, there is a way for this Manchester... Despite the Glazer ownership, there is a way for, the, because of the size of us, for United to be profitable, entertaining, and successful on the pitch. But you've got to get that balance right. And there's a lot of things that you have to get right to do that because you're competing in probably the most, at the top end at least, the most fucking difficult league to compete in.
4: Yeah. I think Absolutely. though as well, we're, we're in a time now and we're seeing it where the marquee signings don't do it anymore, where you just like sign the big name, and that's it. Like back in the day, you'd just sign one big name, like Rude, for example, and he's just banging in goals <laughs> for years and you rely on him. Whereas now, I feel like you're building teams like Liverpool now. Of course, they've got hey, the big sign, of like 30, 40 mil, 30,
2: 40 but mil. We added Rude to fucking Keane, Skulls, Giggs, Beckham. Yeah. Like it wasn't, we just signed Rude. No, but it was. It was but a I mean, a couple of those and...
4: guys were aging when you say like Keane was going low key. 2001. He wasn't going. Like it, just kind of, it, all, yeah. it just kind
3: of, it just kind of, it didn't fall off yeah, very time. quickly. It just stopped very quickly because everything yeah. he could have kept going. His so. last season, he was a bit he was not exposable, but he could have been played.
4: That was the first season I remember.
3: Yeah. I mean, you team saw team. when he went to fucking Celtic
2: season. and he was like,
3: yeah. yeah, uh, loads of super chats here to go through. Uh, cause he just put 20 quid and said, Have some beers on me, lads. Hopefully, Joe, we're going Thank for some you. beers. We, we will, are. we are gonna well, have some beers. Abdul's not, it's fasting,
2: so we just having one, yeah,
3: so. Uh, Peter Kelly said a bit too far into the future to say, but say Ten Hag stays beyond five years and wins three titles, Champions League, and all this kind of stuff. Is that enough time for Rooney to learn his trade and come in to
2: replace him? Do you think Rooney's up there somewhere down Rooney's the line? I think he's been well impressive, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he? He has so. literally right. got out of the 92 jobs in the Football League, Wayne Rooney's is, is the hardest. Yeah, and he's, he's doing all right. He ain't going to keep him up.
3: I just think, yeah. No, he's run, run out of time. Now, but
2: like, uh, fuck me, impressive job. Not only that, Sir Alex Ferguson. Sam Aladdice, who gets a lot of shit but Sam Halladice is a fucking visionary right Um, I think Harry Redknapp had a fucking stab at it Warren Joyce had a stab at it who was his fucking gaffer in Italy uh, at Lazio
0: it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper
2: Ain't nobody been able to get a tune out of Ravel Morrison in his entire career. Nobody. And when Wayne Rooney's got him playing week in, week out and performing. That's some horse whisperer shit. Do you think
3: there's something there that he's maybe a bit more relatable? Because Rooney's not. He's a bit what, of a bad lad. You think on a sesh together? No but, I think, <laughs> no, but he's someone that goes, look, mate, I managed to do it. I managed to play to a top level and do that. Maybe. Because, I mean, Rio talks about that with. And Ravel talks about that when he was on with, with Maca going, there wasn't really anyone there at. I related to, you know, in the coaching staff and even Sir Alex didn't have someone to talk to me whereas Rooney probably goes, look, I know you want to go out. I know you want to do this. I've done it. Might Just like. towed it down on a Tuesday night. No Just matter what let it was. I mean, fucking
2: have a pint of wine having a shit. So, like, he's got to have been relatable yeah, elsewhere. Yeah. He's got to have had people that can relate to him. But no, I'm, I'm not saying it's what he's done. Rooney's
3: done a really good job with it.
2: The, what he's done with Ravel and what he's done with Derby and it's literally like, can I sign any players? No.
3: And the ones you have. Can I get signed? anyone alone? No. <laughs> the one you have signed, we have to get let go of like Jagielka and stuff because we just can't afford them anymore.
2: Yeah, just absolute fucking horrendous um, circumstances. Abhinav
3: Verma has said Woodward well, we did nonsense for ten years because in his head he thought the Super League would have be a reality. I think that that's what he's building towards. Yeah, it could that be. Was everything. Uh, and Ahmed's put in as excited rumours of a deputy, deputy director of football are. It doesn't sound true. You'd expect them would. Simon, deputy director of football before the manager to help with the process, if it was true. Now, the only thing with that is that if you've got Ralph in there that is the uh, don't worry, whoever this guy's got, if
2: it's Mitchell comes in. If Ralph's drawing the picture,
3: he doesn't need it doesn't need to be in an order this.
2: No, because the ma- a lot of people won't like this because we we've, we've all grown up with a Fergie template. But Fergie was director of football. Really, he had a, he had a finger on what was going on in the academy. He was making signings. Yeah. He was planning five years in the future. And guess what? No one was fucking sacking him. So he was the director of football. Whereas nowadays, it is a bit more of a head coach director of football kind of uh, mm-hmm. dichotomy. Yeah. So I think if you have your director of football team, and that's why I said it. You know, if, if Ten Hag stays here five to ten years, he's been a success. He ain't getting five to ten years unless he's once. St- substantial no. things but if he is here five to ten years and we are in the process of a tutel or a Nagelsmann or the next you know Germanic fucking manager that's got this style mm-hmm. of football that fits what we've got we will be more successful because we're appointing managers on a trend like, look at how easy it's been for Javi to just fucking slide into Barcelona because 60% of the squad kind of knew what he was um, jabbering on about anyway, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I, I did that on the academy. Don't worry about it. Yeah, let's go, let's go." Yeah, yeah. And it's the same. You get a new manager in, and they're like, "Hey lads, I want you to press high." And they're like, "Yeah, we do that." And they're like, "And we want you to play on the halfway line." And they're like, "Yeah, we do that." And they're like, "Want you to get it forward in about two or three passes?" And they're like, "Yeah, we do that." Anything else? No. All right, sound <laughs>
3: That's it. Uh, Matthew Hills said, "Lads love the show and watch every week, but Jay needs to come back and put his foot down. This is too much modern football." So I know we fucking hell You've lads. done really well, Steve. <laughs> Really I have right. to an adult all day. No, so you've decided to talk. <laughs> I was expecting this to be utter nonsense today. I think you were as well. It was meant to be. You're meant to be proper nonsense today. There's time yet. There's time yet. There will be some nonsense. There's not that much mean. time. There's not much time. You can talk about small football if you want to. <laughs> about what? Old football. Relive anything? Anything you've watched on repeat this week? Any daft book you've read? Anything you've ordered off Amazon? A book that doesn't have anything written on the back of it? Nonsense, no.
2: I might throw a statement out. Uh oh, here we go. Go on. Tune in next week and I'll explain to you why Stephen Gerrard was Scott McTominay with Better PR.
4: Wow,
3: that'll be a fun one. <laughs> why? No, I'm not going to say why because that's the video. Have you, isn't
4: seen, it? have you seen Scott McTominay, Steven Gerrard trying to dribble with the wall? <laughs>
2: it's not great. All I'm going to say is be open minded. <laughs> And think about what I just said. And Ethan, clip that right now. Right, I want that. Think about. I want you post. to think about the type of passing range that they have. I want you to think about passion merchants, right? Let's be honest. I want you to think about what they offer defensively. I think what, what they offer offensively. Both capable of the spectacular. And the fact
4: Jordan Henderson better than Steven Gerrard. Or better Liverpool captain than Steven Gerrard. How beautiful. That's guy. funny, isn't it? All
2: I'm going to say, tune in next week when I may or may not drop that video. What's your makeup of him
3: as a manager, Stephen Gerrard? Because he's. Yeah, Rangers is one thing, just... but he's it's, not done great at Villa. But again, it's midway through a season. Can you really tell much? I don't think you can tell a
2: lot about him, to be honest. Akira played for Paddock last season, uh, was managed by him at under 18s as a United fan. Yeah. And I was like, Tommy, Tommy's shit. And he was like, No, it's pretty fucking good, you know. And I was like, oh, I didn't want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, it's not really what you want
3: to hear. But. Let's be and seen. He, did, he
2: did bits in in Scotland. Again, I don't know what the conversion rate of that is, you no. know, at, at all. Um, managing in the Premier League with anyone outside the top six is an absolute minefield. Again, you know, you're fighting one-handed for the most part.
4: Yeah.
2: I Absolutely. I really don't like.
4: It's not like Villa haven't spent though.
2: I mean, they spent that Sixth Grealish one. money pretty well, didn't they? Yeah. And yeah. I think that was why... Um, he's done well with that round. Yeah, he got a bullet because he wasn't performing to... You know, the, the money spent raised the expectations. But like Ollie this year. The money spent raised the expectations. you got Varane, you've got Ronaldo, you bring Sancho in. Our expectations are different now. And actually, we didn't even meet last year's level. We no. fucking dropped.
3: You've seen that a lot. And I think this is the talk about... There's a lot of talk about Arteta at the minute, how good he's done and... They're not guaranteed top four yet, so eighth, eighth, fifth could happen for them, and, and that's not, even with an FA Cup, isn't great. No, we know European but football. But the next thing is, Arsenal and Manchester United need to be, how do you get from this level to City Liverpool and compete for titles and winning stuff and, and looking that good? And Arsenal are a long way off that. As as United were last year, we all admitted that. Oli, I think, threw the dice and went, if I sign Varane and Ronaldo, even if I don't get that midfielder, I might get there. Something might happen. It might clip. Ronaldo might drag us through it. Didn't happen. It just didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen in the slightest. Are
2: you sure? Yeah. I've sure, slept since, like, but did I'd... we not?
3: No. We no, were, we might finish behind people. Wolves, you know. It's... Fuck. Yeah. But he had to gamble. <laughs> There's a point you have to go, we have to try and win it. You
4: can't just keep ticking Yeah. Along.
2: I mean, I've been at the casino. You have to go. Man, my ass slacks me every single fucking time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know I'm all about gambling. Do
4: you know what? When when that moment happened when Ronaldo bagged like against Newcastle, it just dawned on me. I'm like,
2: what if we shit after this? Is this <laughs> worth it? Like, is this worth it?
4: You're a dickhead. And it was worth it. Why was you thinking
2: <laughs> that in the middle of that moment? Because I was thinking no, was after we him. might win everything. No, I was thinking that, but then <laughs> I was
4: also thinking that. I, was just, I also think I was like, this is a bit too good. Like we can't just get around I mean, like this. It was fucking
3: class. And the other thing is, is, take me back and I'll say it all what? again. This like, season, there's been yeah. some bits. You go, do you know what? I mean, it's not worth it overall. But it was sometimes you go, that was like, mega. That that. Was, not in the last three months, yeah. the, Tottenham month the Tottenham goal, five for Tottenham game was mm. mega. Was it, some At of the Atlanta. Champions League winners was mega, and for as much as it doesn't make up for finishing seventh, it was all right. It was fun for a bit. Oh, God, At least this, we got that. I
4: just, it was fun this last season year. has been grim. At
3: least we got that. Oh it was fun for God. a bit.
4: Liverpool 5-0. Anyway. Oh.
2: No, don't remind me of that.
4: <laughs> I can't believe that. No,
2: don't around. talk about that. that. Was a I'd rather have a fucking prostate exam than I have to think about that. <laughs> you
3: got to play in a few weeks. That was a dark game, man.
2: I think I'd rather have a fucking book a prostate exam than watch that. Midweek, Tuesday
3: night. Tuesday
4: night. It's a Tuesday
3: night, which is Tuesday never Tuesday night, bum game.
2: fingering.
4: What if we... <laughs> what if we what? What if we ruin it? We're not going to do it, though. Van Dijk gets sent off a minute in. For doing what? Because he takes Garnacho out. <laughs> for, doing, for, doing, yeah, for doing what? Because yeah, he's not going to have to make a fucking tackle, is <laughs> this they thing, still still they're still not going to get into their Do you know what's weird is that
3: even but even <laughs> the Jose, you thought, do you know what? We're just shit, i a nil-nil out of this
2: lot. Sit back oh, and nil, do nil, nothing. Win. Jose got nil-nil win. Yeah. But Oli would go and try and win. I don't know what the fuck Ralph's going to do. Ralph's going to go double false nine, <laughs> don't Bruno double ball again. Yeah, I'm so do. sick of watching that. It's
4: just, I don't get what he's trying to do. Against do you know what? I think Ralph's been a
2: fucking really good appointment for exposing a lot of things, trying a lot of things. I think what he's done, which I'm not expecting him to do, has been a bit of a director of football, a bit of a guiding light for the things that need to be fixed at the club. But his big games has been fucking poo. Oh, well, that Leicester game yeah, the other like day didn't make games, any sense. Game.
4: Le- Leicester have been struggling with like dealing with pace on the break and especially like in the center of the pitch and you go and play Alanga and fucking Sancho on the touchline and Pogba and Bruno not knowing what they're doing in the middle like...
2: That. Could have played yeah. Pogba on the left it probably yeah. would have been effective and, and throw someone different in the middle.
4: I don't know why he refuses to try Sancho on the right, honestly. Just... That's been a weird one hasn't it? Because Sancho's good when like he drives with the ball into the center and then like your left-sided player Moves in and then you almost got two plays to aim for. He always done that at Dortmund.
3: Is it something to do with the fullback, maybe?
4: No. Tracking I've, back, though. Do you think I it's think
3: something where Tellez and, you know, I think even Delo wouldn't be more.
4: bad. like Because I, I think Deleuze is actually technical compared to wan Like, I'm fucking competent. technical yeah. compared to wan <laughs> Like, he's competent <laughs> to some level. And he actually comes out quick to stop the ball on, on the halfway line. So I feel like that wouldn't be a bad thing to test. It's just that oh, no. Ralf sees Sancho as a left-sided player. He does. As that as well, if, if you wanted Rashford to get back into some sort of form, it would have helped to play him in his field not
2: it? the last three seasons and just Sorry, Fair enough, we can do that, not we? yeah. So we're
4: getting a new club next season. New director, new manager, yeah. new everything.
2: Yeah, so just void the last three seasons because we didn't have that. New ground.
4: Start again? And apparently.
3: Absolutely. Is that everything? We're we all done? Yeah. We're all done for today. Thank you very much. If you've not already, click the link in the description, go to manscaped.com and use code... Howson, that's his name, spelt like H O W S O N. Go and use that code, check us out, and get all that. Good shave stuff. your balls, you dirty animal Shave your balls, make sure you're doing that. That's oh, so
2: shave someone else's balls. We don't, know, friends, we, we don't make
3: the rules. No, that has been the brew. It's been Abdul, it's been Steve, I've been Alex. That's been everything. See you later.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.